Hey everybody, it's me, Saul, spiritualist and medium, along with my friend. Hi, this is Gloria Mendez. I'm a licensed professional counselor. And today we are going to talk about the supermoon, the supermoon that we just had and all other supermoons, and how it affects the aspects of our mental, physical, and spiritual health in all of us. Yes. Um, I don't know about you, Saul, but this specific super moon um, that we're still encountering right, the energy exactly. of, um, you know, it's uh, the energy was three days prior to and three days post. Correct. Um, it's it's done a doozy on me. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been exceptionally powerful, um, wow. and I know the the new moon, the full moon. Um, and the super moons for, for myself um, really, really are um, Im impactful for, for myself. Um, and from a, a psychological standpoint, mm -hmm. um, in, in my practice, um, there's, there's that, that saying that you, you can always tell when there's a full moon. Right. Um, because... Um, people just kind of go crazy mm -hmm. um, in, in psych wards and in inpatient mental health facilities right. um, when there's a full moon when there's a new moon people just their behaviors tend to go awry yeah. um, and the, the moon um, tends to have a uh, high impact on water and we are predominantly made exactly, out of water. Exactly, which is why it affects everybody. Exactly. Um, and that's not to say that um, the moon always has a negative impact on us, but it, it does substantially have an impact on us. Yes, it does. Um, and I, th I think it, it lends itself to have that, that saying of um, mindset. You know, are are you going into that that phase of the moon with a negative mindset? Um, are you going into it with a positive mindset, um, or are you just kind of going into it with an open mind? Well, I also think that it's not necessarily because a lot of people, some people, most people don't follow um, the moon schedule, but you know once the the moon comes around i mean how are you living your life are you living it authentically are you living it so are you spiritually grounded you know all of that also affects on how the moon is going to affect you true true and i think even <clears throat> if a person doesn't necessarily follow the, the phases of the moon mm -hmm. i think um, without a doubt because we are um, substantially made out of water it's going to have some type of effect on us. Correct. Um, we just aren't necessarily aware of the fact that, oh, we're feeling a certain way because of the phase of the moon. Right. Well, so like a lot of people will be like, oh, man, I couldn't sleep. Or, right. oh, man, I've got headaches. Or, oh, this or, oh, that. In conversations with other people. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, me too. And, oh, yeah, me too. And right. then somebody's going to be like, oh, because well, it was through the full moon. Right. So, I mean. Exactly. And we've had conversations like the the last full moon, I think it was. Um, we both kind of um, mentioned uh, we had migraines. Right. Well, with I know with spiritual people, uh, it kind of 
it's a little bit more intensified, right? If you will, um, I know full moons don't affect me. It's the super moons that really get me. Yeah. Uh, full moons are just very for me as a spiritualist, but just talking about myself, I tend to uh, just want to sleep. Mm-hmm. I get really, I feel like I'm really drained. I feel really tired. Um, and I just want to sleep. And uh, every other full moon, I'll get a little, I'll get a headache, a little headache. And that, you know, I just, I just sleep. And then, but when I wake up, I'm like ready to go. And I'm, mm-hmm. I've got all this energy and, right. you know, I'm, and I'm ready to rock and roll. But here, this past uh, maybe two months where we've had back to back super moons, this has been kind of getting my butt handed to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, experiencing all kinds of, of self spiritual self uh awareness type of situations and um it's it's all good it's all part of growth if you ask me right and i think like for myself i i kind of fluctuate back and forth between like restlessness and being energized um Mm -hmm. and i can't really pinpoint um which it is um you know vivid dreams um um and um just lack of sleep um and, and it all just surrounds itself between right. like full moon new moon super moons and I, I it really is like super moons and migraines yeah i think that's for most people yeah so the new moons um the new moons affect you also yeah mm. yeah most definitely i guess i'm just full of water <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waterlogged. <laughs> Sounds like it. Sounds like it. I know. Uh, I've honestly never really heard of anybody, but there's always a first. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely with the full moons. Um, super moons are a little bit more chaotic for me. But uh, like I said, it's just usually I'll experience it maybe a week before. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of like maybe other spiritualists and you know the people say oh it's the, sh- the three day three like you said earlier right. you know three three days before and three days at three night three nights before three nights after but for me it's a whole it's that whole prior that whole week prior right do you think that's because you're so exceptionally grounded and in tune with yourself maybe yeah maybe so yeah so um if you were to give any advice to individuals that were kind of like struggling or questioning their kind of rhythm with super moons, new moons, um, or just um, trying to make sense of their patterns, what would you say to them? Don't. Okay. Don't try to make sense of it because it's just going to drive you crazy. <laughs> we don't like to use the word crazy. <laughs> everybody's different um, and each time is going to be a little bit different mm-hmm. but just know that okay the moon's coming this type of moon's coming um, it usually affects me this way just slow down mm-hmm. rest be present be present um, do your cleanse yeah ground yourself do your cleanses uh, whatever your, your moon rituals are do your moon rituals and just relax. Just, you know, don't be so, oh, you know, what's happening and what, right. you know. Just, Trying to make just sense relax. Things. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Go, yeah. Just go with the flow and gauge it. 
So it, you were this certain way, this full moon. You were a different way, the full moon prior to that. You know, so you're going to kind of have a baseline of your uh, situations of yeah. each moon and just kind of go with it. But yeah, don't try to read into every little single thing. You're not, you're going to drive yourself up the wall. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I, I, you know, it, it may sound kind of odd, but I, I almost kind of say, I, I try to almost enjoy the ride. Right. Um, you know, for, for the experience that it is. Yes. Um, whether it's a pleasant experience mm-hmm. or an unpleasant experience because right. it's me learning myself. Exactly. Um, because it's, it's insight. It's, um, Correct. um, you know, just me, it's, it's my authentic self mm-hmm. coming to light. Right. Um, it, and I know that, you know, we've had some conversations throughout the week, um, and, um, it's, you know, I, I've had, uh, some, some bumps in the road this week with this super, and, and it may not have even been the super moon, but, um, some struggles this week and, and I've talked with you about it. Yes. Um, and, um. I just chalk it up to a learning experience and, and me um, coming to better understanding of myself. Whereas if I wouldn't have been open to, you know, listening to myself, listening to you and your experiences, then I wouldn't be in a better place. Yeah. Um, and for people to not be open to listening to themselves, listening to people that have experienced any and everything, um, they don't have that learning. They don't have that insight. They don't have that authenticity. They don't have that growth. Right. Um, and I can understand where, you know, having experiences that can be perceived as negative or scary, um, there's that kind of wall that's instinctively, thrown up mm-hmm. um but if you consistently throw those walls up you don't grow you don't you right. don't live right um it's like just pulling the the covers over your head and just not living yeah um super, super moons and full moons are are i would like to maybe call them reset buttons Mm -hmm. for a a lot of us a lot of people and they are they are times of growth they are times of um perfect times for shadow work perfect times to manifest perfect times to um detach just it's just a big reset button and yeah, it's a lot of emotion, but those are the emotions that you have to face to get from A to B to C. I think that no matter where you are spiritually, it's a big reset button. Right. So definitely um, take advantage of these moons, whether they're driving you insane by not letting you sleep and, you know, 
well, if you're not able to sleep, take that time and think about, right. you know, process things. Process things exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'd be surprised where it leads. Right. Exactly. You know. Yeah. And from a, a, a therapeutic standpoint, you know, if you're you're not sleeping and you've got all these racing thoughts and and you're processing things, there's nothing better therapeutically than like writing things down, journaling things, you know, you know, taking things from in your head and putting it on paper, um, um, getting it out of your, your mind. Right. Um, that's very therapeutic, um, because then you can read it and it, or not, or not, (laughs) you can burn it, tear it, throw it away. Um, you know, there's that symbolism right. of of getting rid of it. Correct. Um, um, so spit it out. <laughs> I know. There's just you know, there's so much from a, a processing standpoint. Yeah. Um, because um, when when we we talked a lot about shadow work and that kind of negative connotation last week in our podcast. Um, and you know, in, in manifesting and, and doing, um, the, the shadow work and the, the things that come out in, in full moons, super moons, um, the, the lack of sleep, the, the things that come out, um, in the night, so to speak. Right. Um, you know, it's, it's just really heavy, um, sometimes, right. uh, you know, and, and I m- made mention of, you know, coming to you and, and processing some things with you and, and getting a spiritual cleansing to kind of help me with things that came out of, of this super moon energy. Right. Um, you know, it was, it was really heavy stuff, right. um, that I needed your assistance with to right. kind of process. Um, and, it's something that kind of I I would have probably processed in therapy as well mm-hmm. but you know part of this podcast is talking about the stigma of spiritualism yes. and, and mental health um, and I want to mention that I think the things that I talked to you about I probably wouldn't have talked to my therapist about because of the stigma right. of what, what exactly. I, I, I brought to you. Um, just because of the nature of the heaviness. Right. Um, and I think that that lends itself to some of the issues of the spiritual nature of our psyche. Yeah. Um, so w- what can you speak to as far as things that people bring to you as far as that heaviness that that darkness that so to speak haunts people that they may be timid about taking to a counselor so when times like times like this where we're in the midst of the supermoon energy um, I always remind people, hey, this is what's going on. Don't 
take things too personally just be careful with your thinking don't over overthink and as i know that's easier said than done just i what i normally do is i just remind everybody that everything is intensified during this time the energy energy is i mean energy is just what we live off of mm -hmm. so it's it's exceptionally intensified this um during these times and you know then we'll talk about what, exactly what they're feeling and then from there we'll just go on to okay are you feeling this way because of the moon or is this something that has just been now it's intensified because of the moon you know right. what i mean yeah but i mean now uh i do have a, a regular uh group of clients that come so they're already aware they already know what to expect and but like the new people that come in wanting to address certain issues that may be intensified by the moon i just remind them hey you know what this is what's going on let's still address your situation but this is why it feels that way right so don't take it too personal or don't you know don't over analyze it too right. much because you know and then of course we'll get to the root of everything like we right. always do right so in essence you kind of like normalize it right yeah because it is normal right it's just a stigma right yeah because that's something that's natural it's the moon you know it's mm -hmm. natural um the way it affects us the way it affects the tide it affects you know all living creatures right you know it's gonna affect us so it's all normal it's all natural but because it is stigmatized mm -hmm. you don't want to sound like there's more going on than what there really is and right. be judged people are so many people are afraid to be judged and so on and so forth so yeah i i hear er, we normalize it right yeah and so you know the the term lunatic comes from the moon right yeah it means lover of the moon mm -hmm. and it's so daunting that to love the moon is associated with like crazy. Yeah. I mean, ain't that something? Right. I mean, it's it's horrible because I love the moon, but that means that I'm a lunatic. Well, I think it's just it's just another way of man trying to it's society. Yeah. It's, it's society. Exactly. And it's it's so sad. It really is. It is what it is. It is. Um, it, it's just societal. Um, but it's stigmas. how you... Yeah, but it's all how you manage your own... Right. Your own self, your own... Taking accountability and exactly. all that stuff. Yeah. But I, you know, I will gladly be a lunatic. <laughs> because I'm not going to give up loving the moon. And you shouldn't have to. No. I, I will gladly wear a sign that I'm a lunatic. <laughs> and you shouldn't have to. But yeah, I, uh, you know, w I see how it affects people. I worked in, um, when I was working um, in the medical field, I worked in the ER. I worked in um, clinics where you could see the difference, definitely. And, um, and then leaving the medical field and coming doing this full time um for several years now i see the difference i mean it's i mean if you know what you're looking for you're gonna see it right but right. it's it's just human nature right 
Yeah. So, um, you know, without divulging um, kind of confidential information, what are some of the um, most extreme things that you've heard as far as, and what we won't talk about what, what I've told you, um, right. as far as um, people's um, experiences with like super moons, um, full moons, new moons? I've seen everything from wanting to leave, uh, just automatically wanting to leave a relationship that mm -hmm. really there's not really um, much going on, but there's just past traumas from other relationships and mm -hmm. a lot of self-doubt and stuff like that. So I've seen that to people talking about suicidal tendencies. Mm -hmm. um, and it would be just around those um, energies of, of the moons. Right. What about you? I see a lot of, um, like, psychosis. Yeah. Um, and it it stems from past traumas. Right. Um, so it it's yes. a lot of, like, similarities from what you're seeing. Right. Um, past traumas that have not been um, dealt with, mm -hmm. that have built up, and it's, it's like... Um, almost like a pressure cooker yeah that's just idle and the um, the pressure of the moon kind of just exacerbates and um, opens up that steam mm -hmm. um, and lets it out yeah um, yeah like I said everything is intensified it is it is um, and um, I, I, I see a lot of people inadvertently um, responding to that pressure and making impulsive decisions yeah. um, due to that pressure of the, the moon's energy um, and then coming back after the fact and having to deal with those um, impulsive decisions right. um, and picking up the pieces from that impulsivity, right. um, which is unfortunate. Um, because then their life is full of regrets. Right. I feel like a lot of it is just unsettled um, past traumas. But if you're doing the shadow work, right, it won't be as intense. Exactly. And it all boils down to like, um, you know, those those traumas of being um, left unloved. Um, exactly. Um, lack of connections yeah. um feeling unworthy um, um not being supported uh, not feeling heard um not having those communication skills right. to um to make your point across right. just so many um basic skills and i say basic skills because it, it boils down to basic skills that are generational, um, that are never taught. Right. Um, and it's unfortunate, um, and it, it goes down to the stigma of, you know, 
not asking for help, not going right. to therapy, not not acknowledging that right. there's a problem right. and um, asking for the help. You know, and this is why we're doing the things that we do to help um, recognize all that. Right. And changing it. Exactly. And, and it's not to say that, you know, the only help is in the therapy realm. Right. You know, there's help in... The spiritual realm. Correct. Um, you know, whatever facet is beneficial to you. Right. Um, there's no one predetermined way to right. get the help that you need. Right. Um, it's just ba- basically finding an outlet. Exactly. It's finding what works for you. Yeah. And spirituality is something that everybody, whether you believe it or not, it's what everybody has. However, you have those that are still not convinced and they are still wanting to find an outlet. And that's good because you're still getting it out. You're still right. working on, you know, whether it's whatever your outlet may be, you know, it's still a tool. Right. And it's, for your it's, betterment. That, yeah. it's that stigma. Yeah, it's of, that stigma. Of understanding what spirituality is as opposed to organized religion and and what you grew up being taught yeah um and it it boils down to having the openness to learning all the things yeah yeah um i know another one of the things that the moon does intensify is intuition and uh, psychic abilities and, and, and all that spiritualism uh, brings to people and so a lot of people that are gifted that aren't sure that they're gifted because um, I do get a lot of people that come in during these periods where they're feeling they're having dreams and they're in their dreams they're kind of you know being getting their messages getting their downloads and um, not understanding what that exactly means, though they know it's something that's going to happen because in past experiences, they dreamt something and then, of course, it happens. Um, or people coming in here and just, you know, having to, during this period, watching what they say because they're manifesting and they don't know how, what they're doing. Yeah. yeah, they don't know what they're doing, but they just know that, you know, if they're in some type of emotional distress, whether it's sadness or anger, whatever they're trying to, or not even trying to, but whatever they're saying or thinking, it's happening. Right. So um, a lot of times... Just powerful just being, and dangerous. Yeah, I'm coming in and, and wondering what's going on with me. Why is this happening? But it only happens at this time. And, you know, well, mm-hmm. because the moon is intensifying your spiritual gifts. Right. Because that's what it does. Exactly. So it's also teaching how to control and what to expect when it comes to your spiritual gifts. And, um, but it still boils down to your shadow work. It still boils down to you grounding. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It still starts with you. I know um, this morning I was um, wondering where my deposit was. And then 10 minutes later, I got an email that my deposit was there. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> I was like, 
I do have the power. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so the moon is um does a number on a lot of people. It does. In many different ways. But it's all normal. It's just everybody's different and it's gonna affect everybody differently. It's normal and I think um the key is to not be afraid and just step into exactly that, that power. Um, Step into your power. Exactly. Because it is a power. It is. And it, it is a gift and uh, respect it. Right. Um, right. Because it, it is a gift to be respected right. and to be nurtured. Right. Um, and not to be abused. <laughs> right. And not to be afraid of it either. Exactly. Um, so the moon is your friend. The moon is your friend. It's, it's, a, it's a beautiful gift, the moon. It is. Um, because it, it works for us. It does. Um, yeah. Not against us. When you feel that the moon is working against you, you need to take some time to regroup, to pull away, regroup, and realize that you're probably working against yourself. Right. Um, at this point in Texas, the only thing that's working against us is the sun. <laughs> very true. It's very disrespectful. Very true. I'll, however, though, the sun is, uh, you know, a nuisance, it does bring forth um, new beginnings. New beginnings and vitamins and energy and, you know, we, we care about it being disrespectful, but, it, you know, it's, it's a necessary evil. It is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's balance. It is. The moon and the sun, that's balance right there. It is. It's a little off kilter right now. <laughs> For some people. For some, yeah. Um, there, are, there are some that um, are, are lovers of the sun. Right. Yes, and, and more power to them. I feel that uh, I'm a lover of both. Right. I love the sun and I love the moon equally. You know, I... Because you know the sun can help you with your third eye. Yes. Now, I... I used to love the sun so much, um, and I don't know when it shifted, um, but I'm just, like, hypersensitive to the sun these days, yeah. um, and, and I... The I'm, sun or the heat? The sun. Um, like, the sun gives me migraines mm. now, um, so I'm, like, hypersensitive to it. I see. Um... Like, growing up, I used to love being outside in the sun and just being barefoot and feeling the heat. Um, and now, like, I can't be outside in the sun for very long mm -hmm. because I'll get a migraine. What about um, dawn or dusk? Th no, those, Still? Those times are fine. Oh, okay. So it's the intensity of the sun. It's the intensity of the sun. Mm interesting it is maybe it's because i'm getting older I <laughs> <laughs> i'm getting old also um for me it's the heat of course but i mean the sun i i bask in it i love it right the same way i am with the moon right yes i mean i can i can sit in the moonlight for hours yeah um I think the moonlight is... Just got to be careful and do it in healthy... What I'm talking about the sun is do it, doing right. it in healthy amounts, of course. Exactly. 
So, um, but yeah, the sun is, it helps you with your pineal gland, which is considered your third eye. Right. And it, um, you know, it's, it's very energetic. It gives you the vitamins that you need to sustain yourself and right. able to move forward. It does create new beginnings because what does it do? It, bring, it, it, it helps create life. So, right. um, and like I said, it's a balance, the moon and the sun, that's balance, that, uh, dark and light. Exactly. So, yeah. you know, and so I have a lot of people that come in that are afraid of the dark, mm-hmm. but it's necessary. It is. It is. It's necessary. Right. Um, so. Yes. Yes. Um, what would you say about, like, um, individuals that have this, um, these fears of, like abandonment with um that are associated with um like are exacerbated by the full moon and the super moon like um that have histories of um like being um alone and do you see any kind of correlation um no i don't really see a lot of correlation i i mean it's just again it's it's just doing your shadow work and and um facing your quote-unquote demons and you know addressing them and and detaching from them okay um i think if anything it's more so for me uh coming to the shop it's people with their gifts that they're not knowing what's happening or what's going on or how to control um and of course, uh, more so like the my newer uh, people that are coming into the shop, or that's more, you know, their um, past traumas. So uh, it's a little bit, little bit of everything, but not so much the feeling of being alone or anything like that. Would you say that one of the main past traumas is like? Um Uh, separation or guilt or um... so with that being said I do want to bring up a um, topic that was brought to my attention that one of our listeners wanted to for us to address okay and that was about children uh-huh. and about um when see let me pull it up real quick where separate uh, separation of a couple and how it affects children and regard regaining uh their lives back and finding yourself again and um that nature well when it comes to children uh children are very smart they're very intuitive. They're very intuitive. Children are innocent, so they yeah. still have that spiritual side to them where they pick up things that you don't, that right. you don't see, that you don't understand, that you don't even hear sometimes. Exactly. Adults don't don't 
have that perception that children do. Yeah, they lose that perception. Some adults lose that perception. Right. I never lost it, but exactly. that's another story. <laughs> right. But they tend to, you know, parents are so worried about protecting their children from situations that are happening, you know, arguments and, right. and whatever is happening there at the home. But if you actually sit down and talk to your kids... They're going to tell you right. what's happening and why. And you'd be very surprised. Exactly. They're going to give you more insight uh-huh. than you ever... Than you thought. Right. Because you're... I mean, you don't, you're not there anymore. Exactly. You're, you're on the other side of that, so... They're going to be able to explain things exactly. better than you can. So you'd be surprised. And I, and I do have... Uh, I have had people come in and they're in these relationships where they're toxic. Mm-hmm. But they have children and they're afraid to move forward because of the children. And right. I'm kind of like, well, you know what? You're actually hurting them a little bit more right. by staying in these toxic relationships than leaving and letting the, you know, letting the, your kids um, kind of freeing them from that toxic relationship because they're just in, they're in it also. Right. Even though, yeah, we'll, you know, they may not be talked to ugly or you know but they're seeing and feeling right they feel the tension yeah they feel the tension they see the tension and they hear it Mm -hmm. and uh even though they're not being mistreated they're still in the middle of it so that's actually hurting them more and that's gonna affect them later on exactly yeah that yeah kids sense the tension they feel it they see the looks right um the tones exactly the looks Exactly. The energy. Exactly. They feel the energy. They um, can cut it with a butter knife at the dinner table. Um, they pick up on the fact that dad is late coming home from work every day. Right. Um, or mom is taking three hours at the grocery store because right. she doesn't want to be at home. Right. Um, kids are exceptionally intuitive and brilliant absolutely um do you we don't see, give them enough credit do you we don't give them any credit True. some of us don't yeah but yeah yeah a lot of people don't right. let me ask you this do you see a lot of that in your line of work yes a lot i'm sure yeah so um the majority of my practice my years of practice, I worked with kids. And so I had the, I'll say pleasure, of having the opportunity of talking to the kids about their experience Mm -hmm. in the home. Um, And so they would tell me about their experiences at home with their parents. Right. Um, and so then I would be the one telling the parents, you know, this is what they're telling me. They know. Yeah. Um, and so the, are the parents, are they, is it catching the parents by surprise? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Exactly. And I'm like, you just need to be open and honest. Yeah. Figure out what you're going right. to do. Right. Um, yeah, totally. And also, I kind of feel at the same time that the parents use the kids as a scapegoat sometimes yeah or as a crutch to stay in this toxic relationship because it's it's comfortable for them even though yeah it's toxic but it's comfortable right it's 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 a pattern it's a pattern it's a habit um you know and so what turns out as 
you know, bringing the kids in for behavioral problems mm. ends up couples therapy. Wow, yeah. I could totally you see know, that. You know, the kid is acting out because the parents are having couples issues. Right. Right. Yeah. So, I like know that part of that. Um, yeah, so when it comes to kids, you know, don't underestimate them. No. I mean, when it comes to people in general, you know, best rule of thumb is be authentic and be open and honest in a way that suits that person. Correct. You know, that's not to say use harsh language, but just be upfront and honest. Right. You know, this XYZ is not working and this is why it's not working. Right. Or... Um, I'm unhappy when this is going on mm-hmm. or I feel sad when the dishes aren't done right. every day right. or I feel upset when I have to cook and clean. Right. Whatever it may be. It exactly. just Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. You know, again, a lot of people tend to stay in these toxic relationships for fear of hurting the kids. But in essence, you're, you're the one hurting them by staying in the, these relationships. So don't under, under, underestimate your children. Um, and the other thing is treating children like babies. Oh, right. Children are little humans. Right. And so just talk to them. Yeah. How are you doing today? What do you think about this? Absolutely. Checking in with them. Yeah. How was your day? Yeah. What do you think about this? Definitely important. It is. Because that's teaching them how to communicate. Right. Talk with them, not at them. Yes. Correct. Because then that gives them the open door to talk with you. Yes. And so in doing so, that gives them the opportunity to talk with you and other people about any and everything, be it feelings, education, relationships, spirituality. Just what's going on in their lives, period. Exactly, and it just makes for a, a healthy person. Yeah, and again, it's that balance because I have heard people say, "Well, I'm the parent, not the friend," but you want to be the friend, well, not just the parent. You want to be the person in their life. I think um, there, there's, I think there's a time to be the friend, and that's when y'all are adults together. I think it starts when you're younger because you want to be comfortable with communication. True. And you want to be able to tell your parent anything and everything. There's a line. So I do say be their friend, but at the same time, of course, there's a line of respect and disrespect. You're not trying as to cross that line. As long as you have line. boundaries. Boundaries, exactly. Yes. But that's still a balance. True. So I, I definitely love it when my parent clients are friends with their children yeah because um 
you'll notice even the kids have better communication with other people, with adults. True. So it's I say it's a win-win. True. And they're not just baby talk and oh yeah, Most talking to an adult like you know. Uh, they're talking to they're they're on the playground. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, be the friend. Have boundaries, of course, but be the friend. Right. Um, so part of that um, suggestion that to that we for us to bring up was also how to regain their life back. But again, I think that has a lot to do with the taking accountability. Yes. And allowing healing to take place. Doing the work. Doing the work. Doing the shadow work. Doing the trauma work. Um, accepting the fact that bad things happened and doing the healing. Bad things have happened and bad things will... I mean, bad things... Life's going to happen. Exactly. But it's how you manage it. Right. And not holding on and to it. And not holding on to it, exactly. Because and the more you hold on to it, you're not going to move forward. Yeah. The harder it is to move forward. Exactly. But also, it's just taking accountability and... Taking accountability for your actions and not worry, oh, well, what about the kids? Right. You're not a victim. You're not a victim. You Good are one. a survivor. You're not a um, just... And a just what am I trying to say? You're, you're just not say it, say a, it, a, say a it. victim of your circumstances. Right. Your, those things happen, you heal, and then you move forward better for having yeah. had those experiences. Right. You learn from them, you learn from them, and you grow. And you need to overcome that fear of, I'm not going to make it. Exactly. I can't leave because I'm not going to make it. No, you're, you're stronger for having had those things happen. Right, exactly. But there's always resources. Exactly. Whether they're your own resources or your support. And yeah, exactly. some people may not have that support, but there's still always resources. Exactly. And you have to gain that sense of empowerment. That's you know, it right there. Whether or not you have that support... Or you become your support. But then there's that, how bad do you want this? Exactly. And there's that shadow work and that internal work. You know, do you want to get better? Right. Yes or no? Do you want a better life for your kids? Exactly. For yourself? Exactly. You've got to claim it. Got to claim it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yes, most definitely. You know, it's... Things that have happened to you weren't necessarily your choices. Correct. But moving forward, that's your choice. Is your choice right? You know, you you're you're not always a victim. Your future is your choice. Correct. And that's a mindset. Correct. Every day you wake up, you make that choice. Yes. One hundred percent. Yes. And that's how that's how you get better. That's how you move forward. And you know whether or not you you're never alone. You may feel alone, but you're never alone. Right. You've got spiritual um, guidance. You've got spiritualists. You've got religious affiliates. You've you got, got you got 
counselors, you've got social workers, you've got uh, everybody. And listen, it always sucks when you're in the moment of Of anything. Of course. But how long you stay in that moment is up to you. Right. It takes a phone call. That's it. Yeah. It's just that first step. And it's scary. It's so scary. And... Therapists go through it. Doctors go through it. Everybody goes through it. Yeah. But again, it's up to you whether you want to stay there or not. Right. It's taking accountability, doing the doing the work, and um, the shadow work is again. It's probably it's probably going to hurt even more because what you're going through at the moment, and then having to deal with those demons. But you got to deal with those demons first to allow you to get out of that moment. Exactly. And then once you do, then you think back and you're like, oh, why didn't I do that sooner? Exactly. <laughs> and then, you know, when you, when you think back after you heal, it's like, oh, I wish I would have done that earlier. Yeah. And then, you know, the world is your, the world is at the palm of your hand. Exactly. What do you want to, what's your next step? Right. What do you want to conquer now? Exactly. The world. The world. The universe. Yes. <laughs> Let's not keep it to the world. The universe. Correct. Yeah, I I always uh, talk about how, um, you know, I I align it to, you know, if you've got a bad broken bone and you don't go to the doctor and it doesn't heal correctly, you've got chronic pain and then eventually you just can't stand it and then you have to go to the hospital and they have to re-break it and you have to have surgery and you have months and months of uh, physical therapy and all that kind of stuff when all you had to do was go to the doctor right away and it's just a quick fix. Yeah. You just suck it up and do it. Right. Don't prolong the pain. Some people like pain. Some do. But that's another podcast. That's a different podcast. (laughs) That's a different type of podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. Any last thoughts? Mm, Going back to um, children again. Don't underestimate your children. Oh, no. Children are the most powerful, enlightened, beautiful souls. Yes. We can learn so much from them if we would just sit down and listen and and speak with them and not at them. Agreed. Yes. What about you? Any last thoughts about the moon? The moon. I love the moon. The moon is glorious. You lover of the moon. I'm a lunatic. lunatic. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get a t-shirt. Lunatic and love it. Get a bumper sticker, and we'll see how many people stay away from your lane. Like, eh, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be alone on the freeway. Yes, hey, that's a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, just the moon. Um, don't stress over it. Just um, appreciate it and enjoy the ride. Yeah, enjoy the ride. It's it's a wild one. Learn, yeah. learn, learn about yourself during that period. Yeah, the moon is a wonderful teacher. Definitely. That, that's what I can say about it. It, it. Enjoy it and reset as much as you can and plan your next step, manifest your next step. Yes. 
do that shadow work make it yours and stock up on excited migraine i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> right come to come to my shop and stock up on your candles and your incenses exactly that helps tremendously as it well it does i've got candles all over the place i know you you sure did uh walk out of here the other day with box of candles yeah yes. good for you yes good for you and your spirit giving them light yes my whole house is full of light good yes okay so i want to do a little plug go for it yes so um my business ellie mental health i want to share with the world that um in an effort to help with the stigma of mental health and to help with everybody's shadow work and traumas and struggles of the days um I am now offering, not myself, but my clinicians are offering free mental health Yay. to those that don't have insurance or cannot afford uh, mental health services. Nice. Um, so just log on to our website, elementalhealth.com, and plug in your zip code, and it will bring you to um, the clinic that is closest to you, and you can um, call or fill in the um, job form to request an appointment. And we would love to assist you on your healing journey. Beautiful. And you can also do your spiritual journey with Saul. You can come and see me here at the Reading Room Botanica here in Southtown, San Antonio, Texas, um, where we could do readings, cleanses, mediumship readings we can also you can also shop a wide variety of incenses sages candles oils whatever you need uh for your spiritual journey and spiritual awareness um you can also find me on uh, facebook reading room botanica and you can also find me on instagram reading room botanica to contact me uh, you can do so online through Booksy Reading Room Botanica. And uh, on Facebook and Instagram, there's um, our phone number and an, a link to the Booksy app. You can find our um, podcast on Spotify and Amazon Music. You can also find our podcast on Instagram at spirituality underscore mental health 210 dm us any uh ideas for our podcast well you can dm the shop or text the shop with your ideas as well exactly or you can also email us at therapy at gloria j mendez.com very good we'll talk to you next time bye everybody bye